Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Campfire Conversation Podcast. I'm your host, Cole Kelly. Having worked in the summer camp industry for the past two decades, I'm convinced that summer camp professionals have a unique view on kids and young adults. I am certain that the stories that they've earned by working with and alongside thousands of kids and staff members from literally all over the world can be useful to parents, teachers, coaches, and mentors back home. So each week, I spend some time around the digital campfire with the leaders and thinkers of the summer camp world. We share stories, we laugh, we learn together, which really, when you think about it, is what we've been doing around campfires for as long as campfires have been around. So I hope that you'll spend the next few minutes around this digital campfire with me to see how you can take some of the magic and fun of summer camp and apply it to your life back home. This Campfire Conversation podcast is brought to you by our friends at Scope, who send hundreds of children from financially disadvantaged families to summer camp each year. Kate and I have supported Scope since our first summer in camping 17 years ago, and I'm thrilled they're supportive of this podcast. Stick around to the end of this Campfire Conversation to learn more about Scope, or press pause and head on over to them on the web at scopeusa.org. Kim Acock is the human jackknife of camp professionals. She's been in the summer camp industry for 30-plus years in both the summer-only and the year-round roles. She's led sessions at conferences, many of which I really enjoyed, and given keynotes. Lately, Kim has been consulting with camps on how to best prepare the most important resource that we all have, our staff. We've heard from a number of our past guests around the campfire talk about the importance of summer camp staff members. Kim, who has been researching, training, and consulting with camp staff for years and years, is a wonderful resource. If you want to know more about the amazing staff at your kid's summer camp, or if you're weighing the idea of supporting your more grown-up child to work at camp, I hope you'll take a few minutes to enjoy this campfire conversation. Kim Aycock, thank you so much for joining me around the campfire. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you, Cole. I am excited to be here. And um, as I mentioned to you, I am just, I'm imagining I'm sitting in front of that fire and um, (laughs) just being back at camp. And so this is super fun. So thanks for having me. Awesome. We'll we'll get the sticks out for the s'mores for later. Uh, So you have been in camping for a a long while and you have been one of the great thought leaders of camp for for a number of years and a person I've learned from, you know, quite a bit. What, What got you going in camping in the first place? Um, that's such an interesting question because a lot of people, because I have been in camping for so long, think that, gosh, you must have went to camp as a child, but I never did. I never had that opportunity just purely because of where I grew up geographically. I just Summer camps weren't a part of the culture or we just really didn't even have um, summer camps growing up in Nebraska that were a, a huge option at that time. And so um, I was in college and it was i can remember it was in february um i got a little note in my mailbox from my from the guidance counselor and it was requesting to come in and and um make an appointment and so i was probably one of the few people who actually made that appointment (laughs) and i I show up and he looks me straight in the eye and he knew that i was an education major and he said kim what are you doing this summer that's gonna help you be a better teacher Mm. and my answer to that was 
I was going to work at a fast food restaurant and he, <laughs> you he looked, well, you yeah, he match looked, math. So yeah. He good. looked at me and he says, ah, yeah, I don't think that's really going to be what you need to be a better teacher. And I said, well, what do you recommend? You obviously have something you're thinking about. So what is that thing? And he said, well, I really think you need to work at summer camp because then you'll truly know if you're able to, you know, uh, be, if working with kids is what you really want to do as your, as your lifelong career. So, um, I said, well, let me think about it. I came back two weeks later and I really wish I could remember all the thoughts that I had in those two weeks, but I unfortunately don't. Um, but I showed up in his office again and I said, okay, I'm going to do this. And he threw a book on the table and says, where do you want to go? Pick your state. And it was the ACA guide to accredited camps. So, um, (laughs) I applied to 10 camps and they all had tutoring programs. So this is how naive I was because I didn't realize that um, teaching swimming or teaching arts and crafts or tennis or drama is way better than teaching reading or science or math. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, so I spent that first summer there and then it turned into 12 at the same camp, which then turned into eight at another camp year round. And yeah, so um, and I'm still going. I love I love camp. Oh, that's amazing. And, and, and now you've really tra- kind of transitioned where you're actually helping to teach camps and help work, work with leadership uh, of camp to try to get everybody ready to go for the summers, correct? That That is correct. So at some point, I um, when I – those things in life, like big milestones, like you get married kind of thing, that happens. Mm-hmm. And so wasn't able to, to work at camp full-time anymore, so I decided to create my own business where I do – um, staff training and consulting with camps all around the country. So I still get to be involved with camp, but just maybe not on the same um, the same level as I was before. However, now um, I go back to that very first camp that I was at in Wisconsin. Um, I was there for 12 years and then took 14 years sort of hiatus. Mm-hmm. And now I've been going back for eight um, and, and show up about midsummer and then stay the rest of the summer. So I sleep on a top bunk and I really immerse <laughs> myself in camp life for the last four weeks of, of camp of oh, the summer awesome. season. So, yeah. Oh, good for you. That's great. So, you know, staffing is, is one of the, the biggest things that we have to do at camp. In fact, in, in my opinion, having done the 17 years, I think it's the most important sets of decisions that we can possibly make is who we surround our kids around. And in the process of talking with a, a number of camp directors and thought leaders in camping, the relationship between the camper and the college-age staff member keeps coming up over and over and over again people talking about how special it is, how memorable it is, how important it is. Why is that from, from your standpoint? Uh, I, I truly believe, I mean, the, the, the campers just really look up to those um, college age staff members um, as just somebody, just such great role models and people who are close enough in their age, but they're not their parents. They're not their teachers. Um, they're not getting graded or anything like that. And so just they hang on every word and they just really look up to these folks for guidance and to, you know, kind of learn how to navigate their own uh, youth and what that means and, you know, where they're headed. And um, they as- often aspire to be like these um, young folks. And so it's really a, a special relationship. Hmm. What? What is it from your standpoint that separates, you know, a good counselor 
from you know a great one. The one that's like, wow, that's that's the camp, the camp counselor I want to have around my kids and, and everybody else, or I want everybody to learn from that counselor. What is it that separates and makes them great? I think for uh, a lot of times it has to do with just really they the counselor has to step outside themselves and be really you know really conscientious and really being a caring person of other people and not being so looking at themselves inwardly as what do, what do I get out of this but it's more what 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 can I do or how can I um, help the campers and gr help them grow and help impact their experience? And so once you sort of get out of that, this is not all about me, mm -hmm. then um, you really start to see things through the, ch the child's eyes and even remembering what it was like um, when you were a child and those people who were truly impactful and made a difference in your own journey um, and, and sharing that with, with, the folks that you're working with at camp. So, mm -hmm. um, and then I think also just being really, and that requires being self-aware. So you really are in tune with yourself and mm -hmm. you also want to, um, you know, realize that this is a growth opportunity for you as mm -hmm. well. So mm -hmm. you're going to learn some really cool stuff, um, that's going to help you in life. And so do you think that those are, are skills or, or, or outlooks that can be learned? You know, I'm thinking of my, you know, 13 and 14-year-old sons, you know, at, at some point they're going to go into the workforce, you know, and I know that those two things that you just talked about, the ability to put others before yourself and the ability to look at things in a learning environment, you know, are so important for them for their, their future years. Can those skills be learned or is that just innate? Oh, I truly think that they can be learned. Um, and I think camp is the perfect um, learning ground for those skills to be to be developed and 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 practiced. And so um, there's a lot of, of research out and Google and um, LinkedIn and different places are have, you know, released kind of their survey of, of what are the top skills that are needed to be successful in the workplace today. Mm -hmm. And um, if you look at those top skills on all the different lists, they're with, you know, similar, very, so they're very similar with maybe a few minor uh, variations, but they're all things that we um, learn and, and teach at camp. And um, so things like such as communication and um, leadership and um, problem solving skills or critical thinking, working on a team, mm -hmm. um, create even creativity. We just camp is we're so innovative and creative with the different kind of special programs we run and how we teach activities with a t twist. And that's those are all things that are that are um, kind of fall in that soft skills or interpersonal skills mm -hmm. bracket when um, um, that come more even more importantly at at, at a higher point in a in the list um, for than like your technical skills or your hard skills, mm -hmm. which you think is kind of we kind of you know that's wow that's kind of interesting. So Google did this really amazing study, and not you know all the, to be to be successful at Google, being a great you know IT person or understanding computers is not at the top of the list. <laughs> so um, <laughs> really, uh, yeah, no, it's not. So that all those soft skills that I just mentioned, they are the you know teamwork and collaborate, being a good team player, being able to work with others, um, being able to communicate well. 
um, being able to solve problems and think about problems and analyze and come up with new solutions and be creative in that, that is way more important than being able to have those kind of technical skills that you think you might need if you want to work at Google or some other mm -hmm. um, top, you know, big name company like that. So. Well, you know, and it's interesting, I hear you talk about all these outcomes and the things that we do. And yes, the kids certainly get a lot of that. I think that when we, you know, quote unquote, sell the idea of camp towards families for their, you know, eight, nine, 10 to, to 16 year olds, mm -hmm. the idea is you're going to learn and you're going to grow and you're going to build more independence and increase your empathy and all these incredible outcomes. But it, as, as a camp director doing this for a long time, I think that we actually have the greatest internship you know, experience for staff members to build just exactly those things. Oh, that is, you couldn't have said, <laughs> you hit the nail on the head with that one <laughs> for sure. And I think that's one of the things that are, that the, the, the you know, the world at large doesn't really know that, that we, we, we create, you know, opportunities for, you know, college age students to have, to learn and grow and to, uh, develop and practice all these skills mm -hmm. that it are really hard to come by any any other place mm -hmm. and so most most definitely yeah it's interesting you know we we get to play with you know over 700 kids each summer and, and we get some very nice notes and some of the older kids will actually even write a thank you note from time to time which is you know so rewarding but every year i was talking with our associate director sue baldwin who runs our, our staffing side of things she will get letters and emails from counselors from literally all over the world saying, I had no idea that camp could change me and make me into my best self. That, that I, I, if had I known it earlier, I would have gone. What do you think are, are some of the biggest misconceptions about camp from a, the Gen Z you know, person who's, you know, 18 to 26 years old, you know, and, and their parents, you know, what, what do you think they look at camp and say, oh, this is what it is when actually it's, it's something different? I think a lot of times they see they, the fun stands out as being, so it's not maybe a serious job or a serious place to grow when actually it is the most perfect place to grow because we learn so much through playing and just being, um, with each other in that way that it's a, it's the perfect practicing ground for all of those skills that, that we were talking about. So I think a lot of times, um, even there's such a, a sort of pull today for college students to, to do these, you know, to do internships or to get really a lot of work experience. Mm -hmm. And parents are also hearing that, that very same message. And so they don't always buy into working at camp as being that, that you know where that can happen and so um, they see it as yeah it's a really fun summer job but when are you going to learn how to do all the stuff that you need for your career mm -hmm. when in actual actuality um, they learn all that stuff and it's it's organic it's not like we you know camp sets up all these classes to teach okay today we're teaching communication <laughs> no that just happens naturally that's that's what we do so uh, uh, you know a, a college-age student maybe you know is leading a group of, of campers and negotiating with them um, and learning how to communicate you know it's not fun to, um, to all it's not fun in games all the time and mm -hmm. so it can be really challenging like you have to get a group of you know 14 year olds out of bed every morning um, <laughs> there that that's not gonna happen um, immediately and so you have to learn how to make make that happen as the leader of that particular group and so you develop 
develop these these this skill set that you can take into the into the real world so mm -hmm. all right so i can hear you know parents now and, and being one of them you know i can i can hear you saying all right well kim that's all great and good you went to camp you're going to be a teacher you know, so it was kind of a, that's the right path for you. You know, I, my son's in civil engineering or my son or my daughter is in the business program. You know, they don't need to go to camp. They need to go get an internship at, at IBM or Google or someone else. Yeah, that's, that's t completely the mindset. And um, I have a camp director friend, speaking of civil engineer, who she told me a story that this happened a couple years ago. She had a really, you know, awesome uh, staff member and she was, you know, wanted the staff member to come back. But the staff member was, was torn because of, she was a civil engineer major and she needed to do an internship. Mm -hmm. So this particular friend of mine did her homework and so she happened to find the person who was the, you know, head of the Association for Civil Engineers, which I don't know exactly what that's called, but mm -hmm. you can imagine what that might be. Um, and that person had written a particular article. And in this article, the person mentioned, they said, you know, you're going to graduate from your program having all the technical skills that you need as a civil engineer, but what you're not going to have are those soft skills, those mm. interpersonal skills. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to have to find, you're going to have to get those somewhere else. And so my camp director friend took that article and shared it with the, the college student and they worked out, a, you know, an arrangement where she could set her goals or what were some things that she wanted to work on mm -hmm. and then how camp could help her do that. So um, almost it's very, would be very rare that uh, uh, any career would, you know, not need to have some sort of human interaction. And those are, that's what's interesting is we're now talking about, you know, it's those human skills that are going to become so um, precious in, in, and um important mm -hmm. in being able to to um navigate into a in in the workplace and in the as in your career yeah absolutely well it's interesting you know looking at trying to hire 220 staff members just for us every year we go through literally thousands of applications you know we had probably 2,000 applications last year to hire really only about 120 new staff members um it's competitive just to get into camp what what is it what do you see in camps looking for in young people to be their counselors? Well, one thing I think that that camp directors are having to not look for that they might have had to look for in the past, and that was having finding um, staff members who actually have experience working with children before they come to mm -hmm. camp. Mm -hmm. um, and that is because we, you know, Back in the day, I can remember babysitting at 11 years old, mm -hmm. and I'm not so sure that many parents would want to have an 11-year-old babysit their children, right. um, you know, for a long period of time kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so, and also families are smaller today, so there isn't that sibling relationship where the older, you know, kids took care of the younger ones. So I think just really looking for somebody who is, um, again, kind of self-aware, um, has is willing to try new things, mm -hmm. um, likes working with people, just, you know, is willing to be part of a team um, and, and being in, the, in that kind of environment. Mm -hmm. um, it, just interested in their own personal growth. You know, they really want, 
see this as a time where they can develop into that best self of is who you mentioned that person um when, when you were talking just a little mm-hmm. bit ago so um so i think those would be you know the things that really have to stand out um and you know people who are willing to put aside their technology because we want to focus <laughs> on our yeah. you know face-to-face interactions instead of you know it's minimal screen time we're not you know texting our campers to say hey meet me at the you know at the swimming uh, mm-hmm. lake you know after mm-hmm. lunch we actually have to you know tell them we're going to meet <laughs> you know we're doing this <laughs> face-to-face and in-person kind of thing um you don't message on facebook what kids need to pack if they're going to go on their canoe trip you actually have to organize that and orchestrate that yourself so yep. yeah so oh, the, the learning that comes out of trying to organize a bunch of 10 year old girls or 10 year old boys it's, it's like dealing with squirrels it's a, it's amazing um so a, a lot of pe- a lot of people will go to camp you know growing up and then they'll say, oh, I want to go work at camp. What do you think are some of the biggest um, surprises that you hear former campers who are now on staff tell you? Like, it's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know this or that. Or What, what do you hear? I, I think they really don't fully have an understanding of all the behind-the-scenes things that happen. So I, as when kids are at camp as campers camp is very magical there's so many things that just happen and you don't really question how how that how that came to be Mm -hmm. i can remember working at a large summer camp in north carolina where you know the very first full day of camp um right after dinner we had the big sister little sister carnival in in the gym mm-hmm. and it's all set up and it's got a you know it's got the jumping um blow up thing and trampoline kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's got all kinds of you know games and you know booths and set up and everything and just an hour before the kids you know some kids might have been playing basketball in that yep. same gym right <laughs> and so they go up for dinner and then an hour later they come down and it's completely transformed into this amazing carnival and they're not supposed to know how that happened they're Mm -hmm. just supposed to be like wow this is so cool you know um and then when you get to be a staff member you're like oh i'm now responsible for putting that (laughs) that carnival together or you know i'm the one who has to make sure that this happens or i have to plan for my activity so that we have all the resources that we need to you know to carry this particular activity or event out Mm -hmm. and i think and i and i i just think that they don't really truly have a sense of what that is until until you actually do it um but the cool thing is once you get to be a staff member you're now the one um, who gets to make the magic and make the fun um, and sort of give back to those who did it for you when you were um, a younger age camper. Yeah, yeah. As long as they can get past that wave that hits them. You know, Kate and I uh, talk often with our staff members that there's a, a wave that's cresting and sooner or later it's going to smack you. And, you know, we're going to teach you how to paddle through this or swim underneath it or, or use it as a surfboard and, and just kind of get things going. You know, I, I can distinctly remember – um, a couple summers ago is, is really the first time we've had a lot of our former campers show up as staff members. And, you know, four days into camp, seeing, you know, one of our staff members sitting on their front porch, head down between their legs going, I, I don't know that I can do this, and sitting down next to him and saying, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? And they had, they looked up, tears in their eyes, like, I had no idea it was this hard. I said, 
what do you need you know, for help? And he goes, oh, I don't need help. I'm going to do this. This is the most important thing I've ever done. I'm so excited to do it. It's just so hard. Um, and at the end of the summer, that same staff member came up to me and hugged me and said, I can't imagine doing anything but this. The responsibility that I get, the feelings that I have, the relationships that I've built are the greatest things I've ever done in my life. And I thought that, wow, okay, this is a former camper who loved it that now sees camp in a totally different light where they have this responsibility. They can use this now as a, as a you know, rocket ground just to rocket off from this and go on to their lives. I can totally relate with that person because I, my very first summer as a counselor, I had 10, 13 and 14 year old girls. Oh, they're easy. And, Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I can remember on about the fourth or fifth day, uh, my co-counselor and I, we decided we needed to have a meeting with the director because we were <laughs> like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can make, you know, if I can, you know, get them to listen to me and if we can even, you know, just get ourselves out the door, you know, to go to breakfast mm-hmm. in the morning kind mm-hmm. of thing. Cause it's just, you know, some of them didn't want to get up. Some of them didn't want to, you know, do their, do their chores or, you know, help clean the cabin. And it just, you know, like you said, herding squirrels or something. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I was that person, but, um, at some point, um, and the, the great thing is, and that's what camps are so amazing at to me is that, um, e- you help develop your staff just as much as you do your campers. And so mm-hmm. you didn't just leave that, per, you know, that person to cry and to, you know, to just be miserable the rest of the summer, but you provide that, you know, all of your staff with these great tools and resources and support so that they truly can do those hard things and those challenging things. Mm-hmm. And I think, and just be really proud of themselves for the growth that occurs um, because it isn't, it isn't easy. Mm-hmm. And I think today we're so quick to, to not do something because it's a little bit hard. And mm-hmm. so having that, um, you know, sort of wherewithal to make it through and push through. I mean, I think that's great that that counselor said, you know, but I'm going to do this. I really want to do this. Yeah. Um, and so just, I can only imagine the growth that she experienced that, that summer. Yeah. It was, it was kind of a chilling fun moment at the end of the summer seeing that. So, you know, we talk about all these great outcomes that the staff members, the Gen Z, the campers, they, they get to enjoy at, at camp. How do you think that we can take what we've learned at camp and help parents and teachers and mentors and, and coaches back home to help with their, you know, 16 to 22-year-old young men and women in their lives start to build these types of, of, of outcomes, uh, but they're not at camp? So I, I think maybe just helping them um, sort of transfer some of what they learn, and, and I think this is camps need to help with this, but just really, you know, helping the, the parents um, understand some things and maybe giving some language as to what what just occurred so that they can have those conversations um, with their with their, you know, their campers mm-hmm. to find out what, you know, what what really did what did what really happened at camp this summer um, and, and going beyond those yes and no questions, you know, tell me more, you know, what did it look like when you, you know, got to plan this particular activity or you were in charge of this? What 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 was that like? Um, and and then, you know, helping them transfer that well you know you're doing some things in school this year or you know things coming up down the pike that you can really use that 
and 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 transfer that learning to another situation. So I think sometimes it's just we we have to do a better job of connecting the dots because I don't think always we are you know kids especially um, are able to do that. And so the more we can kind of help them connect the dots, mm-hmm. not do things for them, but just really help them connect those learning things that are going on with what's you know, what, what they've seen in the past and then where they're headed, um, I think is a really powerful, um, thing that you can do. Awesome. Well, thank you. So before we, you know, sign off here, I always have a question I like to ask people, what are some books or some podcasts or some blogs, some things that, that you've used to educate yourself that you would suggest to people who want to learn more about kind of generation Z, um, and, and how we can help, you know, them grow and learn and, and get to the point where they want to be? I would have to say, um, Cole, that um, probably my go-to resource for that would actually be um, Dr. Tim Elmore. He was a speaker at one of the big conferences. He was at Tri-States several years ago as one of the keynote speakers. And for some reason, I didn't get to hear his talk, but I went ahead and went to his website and I signed up for his blog. And he's a very ambitious blogger. He blogs almost every day, or at least somebody on his staff does. Mm -hmm. But his website is called growingleaders.com. And so you can just sign up for his blog there and and it just pops into your your email um, every day or almost every day. But the cool thing that I love about what he does and what his, the the folks is he's always looking for the positive of Mm. uh, a particular generation and, and not getting stuck in, you know, well, the negative of, of what these, these folks are not doing or can't do. It's, it's more about how can we help them? How can we be mentors to this group? How can we truly help them be their best selves? Um, considering all the stuff that they're dealing with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes. So Dr. Tim Elmore, growingleaders.com would be my go-to source for that. Yeah. I've, I've gotten his blog now, I think for the last four years, and I totally agree with you. I, I can't recommend him enough you know, for people that want to learn more about Gen Z. So awesome. Well, Kim, as always, I've, I've learned a lot listening to you sitting here around the campfire and I know everybody else has back home. Um, thank you so much for taking the time and, and being here with me and sharing your, your knowledge and your stories about, about this great topic. Um, I wish you the best going forward and a very happy, safe summer on that top bunk. Thank you so much, Cole. Um, I appreciate the offer to be with you and I wish you all the best with, <laughs> um, as you develop those young leaders, campers and staff. So thanks again. You got it. Take care. Thank you for spending time with us around the campfire. I know your time is the most important asset that you have, and I'm grateful you shared it with us. We all want our young people to succeed, and the soft skills they learn at summer camp may be among the most important training our young people ever get. If you know someone interested in working at camp, support them to reach out to either day or overnight camp and learn more. Becoming part of something that's larger than themselves and that leaves a lasting impact on a child is a really wonderful opportunity. Thanks for stopping by. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, or you can listen to it online at our website, campfireconversation.com. And please make sure to tell your friends. Our campfire circle is big enough for everyone who wants to join in. Until we talk again, I hope you have a grateful week. 
Thanks again to our friends at Scope for sponsoring the Campfire Conversation podcast. Scope stands for Summer Camp Opportunities Promote Education. They provide children from underserved communities with life-changing opportunities through the experience of summer camp. Scope campers benefit from a positive, safe, and healthy environment led by excellent role models who give them the chance to develop their full potential. We both believe that summer camp reinforces what children learn in school and enhances overall academic learning. If you would like to help give some wonderful children a life-changing experience, I hope you'll join me in supporting Scope. You can find them online at scopeusa.org and on social media at support scope.